Welcome back to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri, as you have to stretch your money to make ends meet each month. Uh, now you'll be faced with federal student loans coming due, and that's about to make things a little more difficult, but they don't have to be. That's what Brian Walsh at SoFi tells Anthony Morabeth. How does one prepare to get ready to pay back their student loans this fall? I think as we've been working with people who are, are getting ready to repay student loans, we're really taking them through a three-step process where step one is all about understanding your student loans. And that may sound obvious, but it's been three and a half years since payments have been required. So going into your servicer's website, finding out your balance, payment, interest rate, things like that is, is the key place to start. And then number two would be taking a step back and looking at your budget and your current finances to see whether or not that payment is going to fit in there or if you have to start making some cuts or if you need to reduce the, the overall payment. And then lastly, it's figuring out, okay, what approach do I want to take? Do I, can I leave it as is? Do I want to focus on reducing my payment? Do I want to try to pay it off as quickly as possible with those little interest? and then kind of making the decision from there. And I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, we've already been budgeting and trying to stretch a dollar because inflation made the cost of everything go up. And now we're getting ready to deal with an additional three, four, five, maybe even another thousand dollars a month to deal with. And I think it's extremely important to sit down and possibly chat with a financial planner to kind of help and make sure that you are ready for when these are uh, coming due, I believe, in October. Yeah, exactly. Interest starts back up in September, and then payments uh, are going to be required in October. And I think the good news is there are options for people who need to reduce their payment on their federal student loans, whether it be income-driven repayment, which kind of caps your payments to a certain percentage of your income, or extending the term of your federal student loan to stretch it out further, or even refinancing to a private student loan where Maybe you can lower your interest rate possibly uh, or keep your rate the same or similar and then stretch that repayment term uh, out longer. All three of those things can help reduce payments if it's your priority. This is a bit of a loaded question, but I'm curious as to your point of view. Is this as simple as learning to budget a bit more with another bill being added on to what we're already going to be dealing with? You know, I think it's, it's simple, but it's not easy. And what I mean by that is budgeting is one of those things like similar to eating healthy and working out and getting enough sleep. We all know that we should do it, but that doesn't mean that it's something that is going to be easy for us to figure out how to do. So if you're in a position where, okay, you need to cut some expenses, budgeting is a start. You could also do some other things like using cash or a debit card instead of a credit card because people subconsciously spend more money when they use a credit card. Um, or setting up a lot of your finances on auto pay and automating things because it allows you to kind of set and forget it. So I think there are simple things you can do to make it easier because that's, that's the challenge when it comes to things like budgeting. Brian Walsh, a certified financial planner at SoFi, joins us on Show Me today, and we're getting ready to deal with paying back the federal student loans. How we prepare and get ready for that is key, and that's why we're having this discussion on Show Me today. Uh, what about loan consolidation and student loan refinancing? I myself am looking into this as we're talking. So, Perfect. Well, I think the key thing to keep in mind is that consolidation and refinancing are two completely different things 
that sometimes get tossed around as one and the same. And it's important to appreciate the differences. So uh, consolidation is available for federal student loans. And it's a federal program where you're basically just combining a bunch of your federal student loans to simplify your life. But you still get to keep government benefits. You're not changing your interest rate, things like that. Refinancing on the other side of things is where you take out a new private student loan to pay off existing loans. And when you do that with a federal loan, you could, you're going to lose your, the federal benefits like income-driven repayment and things like that. But you could potentially lower your interest rate or lower your payment depending on, on your overall free cash flow and credit score. And I'm sure your credit score is going to play a factor into this as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the things where we always stress that when we're talking to people, because we've been on the other side of things where maybe three, four years ago, someone refinanced their student loans when they thought they were consolidating. And that's a one-way door. So that's why we just try to make it as clear as possible that if you want to consolidate, make sure you go that route. And if you want to refinance, make sure you go that route because they are different. I did want to make mention to those tuning in and listening. If you're tuning in later, if you want to hear more, subscribe to Show Me Today on Apple, Google Podcasts, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Type in Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. Click like, subscribe, and download and take us with you wherever you go on the go. So in regards to the federal student loans, what if I can't pay them? I'm sure there are many who are going to be stuck in this pickle in a few months. Yeah, so if you go through the the options as far as reducing your payment and it's still not possible, uh, then the good news is there is a one-year on-ramp period that the uh, Biden administration announced a few weeks ago. So the key here, I think, to me is that even President Biden stressed this, if you can make payments, you should, because interest is going to be accruing uh, along the way if, if you aren't able to make payments. But what they're doing is during this on-ramp period, if you have a late payment or a partial payment or a missed payment, that's not getting reported to the credit bureaus and dinging your credit score, and it's not getting sent to collections like it normally would during this one-year period. The other thing I wanted to bring up and mention, you brought it up in passing, and that is the income-driven repayment plan. Who does this benefit? Does this benefit just about anyone and everyone, or does it depend on what you bring home uh, money-wise and salary-wise year over year? It, it really depends on your income compared to how much student loan debt you have. Because with uh, income-driven repayment, it's going to essentially base it on a portion of your income. So if your income is lower, your payment would be lower. If your income's higher, your payment would be higher. Uh, so one of the things to keep in mind is a new option for income-driven repayment is, is out right now called SAVE, S-A-V-E. And it is increasing the amount of income that is excluded from that calculation. And then next year, the percentage for undergraduate student loans is actually getting cut in half. So for student borrowers, not parent borrowers, it's going to be the most generous income-driven repayment option available. Uh, again, for people probably in below average, below average and, and below, 
um, especially worth considering. The other thing I wanted to bring up and mention as we're starting to wrap our discussion up here is uh, obviously there are scams out there for just about anything and everything. And I know that there's going to be some out there specifically for trying to get those federal student loans repaid. Yeah, you're you're exactly right, unfortunately. And I think that's where it's really important to figure out who your loan servicer is and go directly to them for information on your current federal student loans. And that's important because, number one, loan servicers have changed over the course of the last three and a half years with some providers getting out of the business. And then, number two, there's been a lot of people over the last three and a half years that have moved, changed their checking or savings account. So you want to make sure they have updated and current information so that way you can kind of stay in touch and not have a little slip up cost you. Anything else in closing you wanted to mention? Yeah, I do think there's a lot of information and a lot of options uh, out there with student loans. That's why we provide a ton of great free resources on SoFi.com, whether it be articles, videos, webinars, and even complimentary access to our team of financial planners. So if you have specific questions, you can ask them uh, in an appointment with one of our planners. And on that same note, if you are listening or have any additional questions, contact your nearest certified financial planner. Obviously, also contact SoFi and also contact your loan servicer if you have any questions in regards to getting those federal student loans repaid coming up later this fall. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.